0: Stanford University is replacing harmful words on their website. A California teenager made fake parking tickets in a scam to collect payments. And a defeated politician in India whips out a sword. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy, I think. Stanford University is replacing some harmful words on their website. Let's find out what these harmful words are, guys. That way we don't step in doo-doo by saying these terrible words. I'm going to guess it's some swear words that they had on their website. They were like, hey, if you want to effing apply to Stanford, click on the effing link below, right? (laughs) And just because you don't get in doesn't mean you're a piece of crapola, you know? You're not a POS, as they say. You can apply to some other crappy schools, but you just can't effing come to Stanford. Okay, let me get into the article in all seriousness. Stanford University has launched an initiative to address, quote, harmful language, which will transform the language used across the university's websites and computer programming code. They are seeking to replace a litany of harmful words and phrases, including the following. Oh, boy. Now, this is the part where we all need to pay attention because we don't want to say these harmful words, guys. This is what Stanford University thinks are some harmful words. And if we say them in the world, we are probably not getting into heaven. Um, Here are some of the words. American. Oh, boy. I say that a lot. Oh, man. I had no idea I was offending the whole world. Sheesh. I didn't know I was being so harmful, spreading harm by saying American here's another one Hispanic oh boy not Hispanic who oh, buckle up for some other ones guys this um, well they're saying preferred pronouns are also part of the harmful words they have they have suggested some alternatives Stanford University for everybody to not spread harm with our mouth noises um, because we don't want people to get you know feel very hurt and that they've been harmed and attacked. People feel attacked when you, when you spit out certain mouth noises. Uh, so they have alternatives which are supposed to be in line with those used by peer institutions and within the technology community. Oh, boy. Now it looks like we're letting the nerds decide what we can say or not. <laughs> I don't know if I support this. Let's keep learning, guys. Now it says here the harmful words and harmful language is included with some alternative language suggestions. Much of these explanations revolve around issues of race and sexuality, but others spoke to people with disabilities and religious connotations as well. Here's a quote uh, per the memo from Stanford's IT department outlining the program. He, guys, you guys, freshmen, gentlemen, and ladies were all examples of harmful... Language, oh boy Freshmen Ladies, you can't say ladies anymore Gentlemen, oh boy People say ladies and gentlemen all the time Especially when they're on the microphone They're at like events and whatnot Ladies and gentlemen I would like to present to you The following comedians Etc, etc I didn't know these words were harmful You can't say guys or you guys either Or he, oh boy, I say he all the time I say he every day Oh, sheesh! I had no idea I was harming! I've been harming people! I'm so sorry, guys. I've said it on this podcast. I've probably harmed you! I think I've said guys on this podcast, and I think I've said you guys. I'm pretty sure I've said you guys. I need to go backtrack and delete those episodes. That way I don't get cancelled and removed from this cozy closet. Alright, now they've laid out some alternatives so that we don't get cancelled from our professions. Um... Instead of freshman, they suggest using frosh, F-R-O-S-H, frosh. I, had, I didn't even know that word existed. That sounds like uh, something you put on top of your latte. I'd like a little extra frosh, please. Um, they also suggest first-year student instead of freshman, because using the term freshman apparently lumps groups of students using masculine language. Uh, in, in masculine language is, is very toxic, as you know. We need to remove it from our culture. Instead of using he they suggest either using the person's name or referring to them by they oh that's a big adjustment for me I I can't just walk around calling everybody a plural pronoun which they is it's a plural pronoun uh, as far as I've learned that's called grammar. I'm, I'm probably wrong, though, now. They probably changed it from a plural pronoun to just... Uh, it's also can be used as a singular pronoun, and they're suggesting it, it should be used as a singular pronoun, and I can't say he anymore. Okay, all right, we got some more here. <sighs> I'm trying to wrap my head around all of this, guys. I'm old, and I'm stupid. Now, when it comes to race and ethnicity, they have a suggestion. Uh, instead of using the word Hispanic when referring to people from Latin America... Um, they suggest Latin X many Latinos have expressed their displeasure with the term Latin X I've never heard that before and I live in a large community of people from uh, Latin America but if um, if they're saying that then maybe I should be aware of this as well according to polling only two percent of Hispanics identify with the term while 68 Percent identify mostly with the term Hispanic. Okay, so the polling shows that 68 percent identify with the term Hispanic. Yet they're suggesting that we use the one that two percent of Hispanics identify with. It's almost as though they didn't really—they don't—they're not really consulting the group that they want you to change your language for. The group that they believe you're harming doesn't seem to give a damn. Um, okay, so. Now we have American, which is a harmful word. I had no idea. American was a harmful word. They're saying you should use U.S. citizen instead, which I think is harmful to the non-citizens, if we're being honest. I don't want to throw it in their face that they're not a citizen by calling myself a U.S. citizen. Hey, you want to come and hang out with my U.S. citizen friends, you non-U.S. citizen? (laughs) Seems It seems a little braggadocio. They also say that you should never use the term low man on the totem pole, uh, which I find to be rarely used these days, Uh, but they're they're saying that that's a race-based term that the initiative has suggested should be replaced because it trivializes indigenous peoples. Um, I guess because the word totem pole is in there and you can't use any word that refers to an item from their culture unless you're part of their culture, I believe. I also suggest you don't use bottom of the barrel, because that's offensive to barrels. Other objections, which appear to have no connection to race or sex, including getting rid rid of words and phrases such as cakewalk, peanut gallery, uppity, kill two birds with one stone, more than one way to skin a cat, and the phrase, on the warpath. What if you're really on the warpath? Like, what if you're in Ukraine right now, and you're walking along the war path, are you not allowed that? that, I mean, you don't want to use harmful language during an actual war. I'm just looking out for the people over there. Certainly don't want to offend the birds who completely understand English, and as do the cats as well. And if they hear you say these things, not a good look. And just so we're clear here, I get a lot of correspondence from my listeners, so I would like to make you aware of a word that harms me, and that is... uh, Citizen of Massachusetts. I, I would prefer if you don't call me a citizen of Massachusetts anymore. I get a lot of that in the emails and phone calls. If you could refer to me as a mass hole, I'm much more comfortable with that. Thank you very much. That's my PSA. <laughs> a California teenager made fake parking tickets in a scam to collect a lot of payments. California fraud. Police in Santa Cruz, California, a lovely place. They arrested a 19-year-old genius that they say made fake parking tickets and put them on parked cars over near the beach. The fake tickets even had a QR code that victims could scan in order to pay the fraudulent citations. I saw an up-close photo of these citations, and they look totally legit. They look like authentic parking tickets. This 19-year-old is uh, really... You know, putting her or his or they, their, them's brain. They're putting them's brain to work right here. Um, It's just a shame that it went to something illegal. But this is a very crafty young individual that was able to set all of this up. Um, We need to get this person a job. This they, he, she, uh, their, um, it. We need to get it a job. Uh, oh, it says the man, the man, the man put the false. They, they say man in the story, guys. Don't don't cancel me. I'm just reading what it says. It says man. All right. It's, it's, so it's, there's going to be a he in here. Just letting you know, I'm going to come up on a he. I'm going to say it. All right. Please don't call 911 on me. The man put the false parking citations, which directed potential victims to a website in order to pay a fine on the cars Wednesday night, according to the Santa Cruz police. The individual's name is Damien Vela which sounds like it might be a Latin Latinx person. Uh, Damien is from Watson's, Watsonville, California, and charged with unlawful use of a computer system and attempted fraud. Uh, when the police spoke with Damien on Thursday, he denied receiving any payments. Oh, of course he denied <laughs> receiving any payments. Uh, investigators do not know how many fake tickets that he put on cars or how many victims may have paid these bogus fines. This is just the latest report of a scam related to parking tickets in recent years. Police departments from around the country, including Washington, D.C., Pensacola, Florida, Jefferson City, Missouri, among others, have warned drivers to be very wary of scams involving parking tickets. Scams can involve email or text messages as well as the kind of fake tickets on cars that drivers in Santa Cruz found on their windshield. There is a quote here from the author of a book called How to Be the World's Smartest Traveler. This individual named Chris says the technology that we have, such as handheld printers, make parking scams easier and drivers should be vigilant. There's a certain arbitrariness about parking tickets and scammers take advantage of that. You get a ticket on your car and you're likely to just pay it. I'd like to know also if Damien was wearing a parking enforcement officer. I was going to say meter maid, but I, I assume that's an offensive word for Eons, we called parking ticket distributors, meter maids. Um, I'm assuming that is a horrible thing to say. It's offensive to meters. It's offensive to maids, I assume, as well. So I'm just curious if he dressed the part as well. I mean, how deep does the scam go, this guy? Yay! After losing an election, a defeated politician whipped out a sword. An enraged politician reportedly lashed out following a recent campaign loss, threatening the local voters with a sword. Sounds like a very low voter turnout if you can threaten all of them with a sword. This incident in question reportedly took place Friday in the Akola district of Maharashtra, which is a state located in central India, but you guys already knew that. According to a report from the Hind- The Hindu which is a media company. The unidentified 45-year-old man reacted brashly. Why is he unidentified? He ran for local government. You should identify him. That way he's not allowed to participate in the election again and no one should vote for him. His name should be smeared at this point. He whipped out a sword after losing an election. Um, The unidentified 45-year-old reacted brashly and violently after learning that he had not been elected to the Gram Panchayat government in his village of K- Kamked. Oh man, I'm nailing these words today. I'm on point, guys, on point. Uh, I credit the caffeine. This is, um. It, it says here, this is all despite members of his family holding office in the village for the last 30 years. The man had previously contested the village's elections in his bid for office. Elections are constantly contested because a lot of them uh, seem to me to be kind of Dishonest, In certain countries, at least. Um, don't know much about elections in India, but I'd imagine some of them should be contested. Not with a sword, though. Why would you whip out a medieval weapon? <laughs> no. Just go to Twitter, bro. Go to Twitter. It's safe. Now, there is a video post-election uh, in which this man can purportedly be seen brandishing a sword at the residents of the village following the loss he's verbally harassing them and threatening violence with his sword. As of this weekend, this unidentified man's actions has have been referred to law enforcement and a relevant case has been opened against him. A manhunt is now underway for the man. They can't seem to find this this man who's a public figure apparently. Um, a gram panchayat, it says, is a governmental structure employed in India at the village level since the late 1950s. Roughly a quarter of a million gram panchayats are in operation in villages all across the South Asian country. This amazing article ends by saying sword attacks are not uncommon in crime stories originating from India. Uh, I'm trying to think back if I've covered any sword attack stories out of India. I'm not sure that I have. Um, I've covered some penis removal stories, some jealous wives over there, uh, but no sword attacks that I can recall. Anyways, that was a lovely story. Doesn't it make you feel better that you're not voting in a what's called uh, Gram Panchayat election? I mean, it sounds like a dangerous activity. Thank you very much for listening to the Weird AF News podcast once again with Jonesy. So nice of you, (laughs) my dears. I want to give some shout-outs. Shout-outs are in order, as is giving thanks and praise. Laura bought me some coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com. Laura, stepping it up for the holidays, bringing the love, bringing the support. I'm so grateful for Laura. Laura wrote, Um, Dear Jonesy, apologies for only donating four cups of coffee instead of five. I do not like odd numbers. Ha ha ha. I've been listening for years, not long after you first started. And then she wrote in parentheses, OG, because she is an OG. She says, so just wanted to say to you to keep doing what you're doing. And um, okay, there's some words in here. I'm not sure how to pronounce Okay, she writes, good luck with your Hogmanay, hog man. Good luck with your Hogmanay, man. Sh- Shlanta Machath from Glasgow. Shlanta Machath? Shlanta Math? Did I say that? <laughs> Which one is it? Shlanta Math? Shlanta Hath? <laughs> Shanta Machath? Shanta Meh? Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan, let me rock it, let me feel for you. Shaka Khan, let me rock it all the way from Glasgow. All right, all right. Uh, so, anyways, Laura from Glasgow, Scotland. Man, I'd love to hear your accent. Scottish accent is so funny, isn't it? It's so hard to do. To do though, I can't. I do some accents. I I can't even try the Scottish one. It seems it's just so difficult. Uh, Okay, someone else bought me coffees we have here, and someone without a name. It just says someone. Someone bought you a coffee. Thank you, someone. Whoever you are, I want to thank you. Whoever you are, I want to thank you. Whoever you are. What's that song? about? um, Something about driving in your car. You let me change lanes when I was driving in my car. A Very simple song. uh, But a happy song. Anyways, uh, someone made me happy because someone bought me a coffee. Someone wrote, I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now. It is the last one on my auto feed podcast when I get up. It's a great way to end the news cycle and put a smile on my face to boot. To boot. Oh, there's a clue here. To boot. I'm going to guess they're from Australia. Don't they say that down there? To boot. Maybe in New Zealand. Maybe this is a Kiwi. Um, we're, we're, we're looking for context clues, guys. Con- if I was high, I'd be able to figure this out. I promise you. Okay, so uh, more writing. I hope you had a Merry Christmas, Jonesy, and have a Happy New Year. And I'm going to say it. Good luck with your life, man. Also, I tried to send this through PayPal, but it's not showing up. I don't know. Maybe I'm not doing this right, et cetera. Um. Well, anyways, this showed up, so I'm grateful. Your, your coffee came through, someone. If you want to email me and let me know who you are so I can give you a proper shout-out and write you a thank you note, um, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much for the support. I appreciate the coffees, guys. Also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Chris Sigsby. Chris was the uh, was the one who sent me all of those, um, those snacks and the Vietnamese coffee as well that was in there. Um, Chris requested... That um, I do some re- video reviews of these weird snacks that he sent me, and that is exactly what I am going to do. So I just need a little time here, uh, and I'll probably put the videos in the in the Patreon. I'd imagine. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but I, I will definitely make videos of weird stuff that you send me for sure. Why not? That sounds like a good way to spend my time. You send me something weird to eat, and I'll try it, and you know, make a video of it. You send me something weird to, I don't know. Play with and I'll play with it on video. <laughs> All right, now, guys. Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. Okay, come on. You send me, you send me like a cool t shirt. I'll i'll put it on and take a photo. Um, anyways, you're always welcome to send me stuff for, um, well, for any time, not just the holidays. Just email me funnyjones at gmail.com. I'll give you my, my addy, as the kids are calling it. They're calling it addies. I think so. Uh, if you want to call the show, I got a number, 646-450-2012. And if you want to support the show, there is the website, weirdafnews.com, where you can go there and join the Patreon. You can buy coffee, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to do any of those things. Uh, if you're too busy or too broke, it's okay. Just tell a friend about Weird AF News. That's super helpful as well. And I and I so appreciate any effort on your part uh, to support the show. I really, really do. i um, very grateful for my listeners. I've had an amazing year with you guys, and we'll do this um, for many years to come. All right. Well, anyways, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.